Hello, everybody, and welcome to Pick and Roll. We have some NBA play-in tournament action this week, and we're back at it on the show for some tournament betting as well as some previews. We'll be previewing both of the play-in tournament games for today. But first, uh, we're going to go right to the official pick for today's show to make sure that everybody can lock this one in. Uh, before any sort of movement here, there is one official play for today before we go into the previews. Let's give it out right now. We have the Lakers playing against the injury and suspension depleted Minnesota Timberwolves, which I'm sure we'll be talking about here. And we're going to take Anthony Davis over 23 and a half points on the alt line. Pair that with the Lakers money line for minus 118 odds at FanDuel. So, that is the official pick for today. Pips was <laughs> letting me know right before the stream started that this one could move quickly. So if you guys are watching live, well, you guys can make sure you can get this one in at the best possible price here. Hopefully this one remains as well for the people watch a little bit later on. But Pips, um, <laughs> first of all, happy playing day. Uh, let's get you in here. Why do you like AD in this matchup? And uh, how heavily do you favor the Lakers? So the first part of this bet is obviously AD. I think aggressive AD is unstoppable, and especially in this matchup. Earlier, they, they, they played a couple of weeks ago. It was the game, I would say, just yeah, on the last day of March. So it was 11, 10, 12 days ago, and AD scored 38 points on Gobert. And with Gobert out, Towns at five. I, I just don't see it. I, I, I think there is no way Anthony Carrington Towns can defend AD, especially with them being so short-handed at the, at the five. So I expect Towns to be careful, not getting in foul trouble. And even without foul trouble, Towns is weak on defensive end. And with him trying to not get into foul trouble and just trying to give AD a bit, a bit more room in space, it's, this should be a very easy scoring game for AD. Season on the line, very important game. I think AD, but when he's aggressive, he's unstoppable. And Timberwolves still defending single cover. And I'm probably trying to post Towns a bit on higher on the screen level. I don't see him being in deep drop coverage. And if he is, then just pick and roll, side side pass, pocket pass to AD, and he's wide open on, on, the, on the drive. Yeah, I just think with Kubert out, Nazareth is out, so they, they are only have Towns to play at five. And yeah, so Anthony Davis played against Towns a lot in his career, and his numbers are, are great. So last three games with Pelicans against the Towns, 29, 30, 32, and it's only limited minutes. First game with Lakers, he scored 50. Then he had a game where he scored 22 without playing for four quarter minutes. And in the last game, he scored 37. So 38 that last game, but that was with Gobert. So that's not directly Towns matchup. But Wolves are, are great for spots for AD in career. And the second part of the bet is Lakers. And I think just this is a spot for LeBron, for AD. I think 
like with Gobert out and McDaniels out, both defense is just way, way worse. So they are without their best rim protector and their best point of attack defensive player. So they had good matchup for AD with Gobert. Now they are without Gobert and they and AD and AD has a great matchup. They had a great matchup for LeBron James with Jaden McDaniels. McDaniels is out now. There is no one to defend. Literally, no one to nobody. Defend. Yeah, LeBron. And also, there is no Gobert to protect the rim on LeBron drives. So, like, very easy matchup for LeBron. Very easy matchup for AD. And on the other, on the other end, Vanderbilt can defend Anthony Edwards. And Towns, you'll have very difficult matchup against AD. So this is just like perfect matchup for Lakers. I think out of like I, I may even think now that Oklahoma City Thunder will be a worse matchup for for Lakers than this Minnesota Timberwolves team is. So I'm just combining these two because it's correlated. If AD has a great game, they have higher chances of winning. And I think this is probably the best, the best bet of the day we have on, on, the, on the board. Yeah, if, if you're a neutral for this game, uh, it kind of sucks that Rudy Gobert <laughs> is not going to be playing. Um, as much as the Rudy Gobert thing's a problem, I, you touched on it, but I'll like outright say the Jaden McDaniels injury is more important than Rudy Gobert missing. Like Jaden McDaniels is is definitely um, definitely a problem that he's not here. Um, and you can see the reaction from the betting over the course of this one. This one opened up at six and a half. Uh, it's now all the way up to eight and a half. And we can pull up uh, one of our sponsors here, BetStamp, to highlight this. Opened up at six and a half. Uh, I, I kind of like the Lakers. Didn't play this one, but all the way up till now. Uh, current line, you can even get this at minus eight and a half, depending on where you're going to be looking here. So. This one has been bet up in favor of the Lakers. Uh, BetSnap, by the way, is a completely free tool to look at line history at the line shop for the best odds and everything. So I highly recommend that you guys use BetSnap and also use BetSnap to sign up to additional sports books to improve your sports betting uh, endeavors, especially for the playoffs with lines being sharper. You want to make sure you're getting the best possible price at all times. You can do that by signing up through BetSnap, which also supports the show with the link in our description betstamp.app slash the board. Again, links in the description there. But uh, there were some questions pre-show. We'll talk about the matchups in just a second here. But there's questions pre-show about playoff unit sizing. I just spoke about lines getting sharper. What would you say typically you do to tinker your sports betting when it comes to the playoffs? If it's the same as a regular season, you go first and I'll, I'll explain my side of it as well. I am okay with the same unit size, but the volume needs to be lower. Like, you need to just pick your spots. You can't be, and during the regular season, you can bet like 10, 15 bets. You can find 10 to 15 good spots a day. During the playoffs, it's it's more difficult to find great spots because they are sharp. Like, some days during the regular season, you have like 12 to 15 games, and they are, you just can't do the, the right lines for everything. You can find some missed lines from, from the bookies but when there are two to four games a day they they won't make many mistakes and not only that so that's the part like it's not that bookies made mistakes when there is to 12 to 15 games but there are so many players games to analyze that good betters miss some good spot because it's difficult to get everything so they don't correct the lines with their betting so like lines for the plane 
opened over 24 hours ago. So but even the, if they had some mistakes earlier, they, they just adjusted. I think the AD opening line was 25 or even 24 maybe and a half. And now today we can see 27 and a half. That's, I mean, kind of ridiculous. So, yeah. It's also a case for these where matchups and lineups are a lot more certain. So lines open up earlier. So for our show, lines open up. A lot of lines are opening up like kind of as we're going live here at 1120 a.m. Eastern time on the weekdays. But these lines have been up for over a day here. So there's a lot more time as well for these markets to get shaped. So I wouldn't say necessarily they well, they are sharper at close because. I guess there's more action going into these specific games. Like you said, there's less matchups for the bookies to focus on. So there's less mistakes made. There's also a lot more time for these markets to evolve and for sharp yeah. betters to shape these markets in different ways. So I, uh, I will say like earlier during the regular season, I would say like the sharpest line get very sharp, like two hours before the game, maybe hour before the game. Now we have a very sharp line, like six to seven hours before the game. So like, Right now, the lines are very sharp. Yeah, and, usually, and, and like, go ahead, go ahead. they are they are getting sharper. They are. This is the time when they are, are starting to get sharp. Like usually at this time, so you can still find great spots. Now, they are already sharp. Like it movement happens earlier, bets go in earlier, they open earlier. So the, at the time of the show, it's difficult to spot to find good spot but it can still be possible yes yes of course um all throughout the day as well like as limits will start to increase as we get closer to the time sports will get a lot more confident in their numbers that's when you'll really see some extremely sharp numbers i would avoid making your bets like right before the game i mean i would always avoid that i would stress that even more at this time of year just because like so much volume has gone into these numbers that you're not going to find a lot of mistakes. So I, I will uh, actually say something interesting. I think uh, someone from my group sent me a message and said uh, that my best win rate is one hour before the games. Really? But yeah, but that's because they one hour before the game, the game they add bench players and there are wow. opening lines for bench players. And yeah. And the limits are actually the same as the guys that were posted earlier. So that's kind of interesting spot during the regular season. So they had bench players 30 minutes to one hour before the games. And the opening lines for bench players, are uh, limits are much higher than opening lines for the starters early into the day. So that's interesting. That, that makes a lot of sense. For, for today, I'm looking through here. Uh, on Betstamp right now, like every every player who's expected to feature in this game, all lines are posted like everywhere. Bench players, starters, everything. So that's where a lot of that complication is going to play. My side of it for uh, unit size for playoffs. Um, to be honest, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. My my process for the playoffs is the exact same as it is for the regular season. Uh, I can usually quantify my edge uh, comparing to sharp books. That's like that's my my process. So not a very entertaining process at all, but that's my process for the regular season. Works really well for the postseason. Yeah, it obviously gets a little bit more difficult with less matchups. But uh, again, I, I do it all mathematically, and an edge is an edge, whether it's the playoffs or the regular season. So uh, I I would stick to the same unit sizing, but I would also you know make sure you guys understand that these are sharper. So you know 
as we're saying, try to make sure you get closer to opening lines of uh, of the games, of series, of player props for starters. Um, for player props for bench, also going to be kind of uh, a little bit more difficult here. But yeah, the late ads can definitely be a spot where people can uh, look to exploit for these markets. But I mean, overall, like it's always you're always able to beat beat a sports book. Uh, it gets more difficult certain times a year, but if you put in the work, certainly we can get it done. And we're hoping we have that with the official play that we had for today's show. Um, for people look at, if you don't have FanDuel, people are asking about different prices. Um, you know, we always say, make sure you have, like we have, make sure you're using the same sports that we, that sports books that we have. Uh, once again, uh, you can use the link in the description to sign up to FanDuel. Uh, you can betstamp.app slash the board. It gets us a little bit of extra support here on our show as well. And it makes sure you're always getting the best price. We spoke about on this show. And actually, one of the videos on this channel is a is a clip of that show where we talked about how important being price sensitive and price sensitivity is. If you want to go to our channel and, and look at that one. But let's do some matchup previews here. So we already were talking about the Lakers and the Wolves. We'll talk about the Hawks and the Heat as well. But let's start off with the Lakers and the Wolves. So obviously, you spoke about Rudy Gobert not being available uh, Jaden McDaniel's not being available. First of all, I, I think we, <laughs> I think we have to talk about what happened. It was actually astonishing watching all of this unfold. Rudy Gobert. So if anybody, if you're living under a rock, you haven't seen. There was a timeout. There was some coarse language used by Kyle Anderson. I wouldn't say anything too far beyond the normal of disagreements between players in the court. But Rudy Gobert punched his teammate Kyle Anderson. And that was right before halftime. Walking into the halftime locker rooms, the Timberwolves were down by like double digits. Jaden McDaniels, possible all-defense candidate, punched the wall, fractured his hand. So he missed the rest of the game. Rudy Gobert was kicked out of the building by his team. So he missed the rest of the game. Somehow, the the Timberwolves still won this game. Anthony Edwards had a, a crazy finish to this game. And that's why uh, they are here as the eight seed ahead of the New Orleans Pelicans. But with McDaniels out, go bear out. Uh, big spread here. Pivs, what do you expect to see overall from a matchup? And maybe any way you can see the Timberwolves winning this game at Crypto.com Arena? As I said, I think I said almost everything that that needed to be said about this. Right, right. Because, yeah. The most important thing are matchups here. And Edwards and Tom's have one of the most difficult matchups of the entire NBA, Lakers with Vanderbilt and AD. And on the other side, LeBron and the Towns have great matchups. So that's about it. If you compare the rest of the squad, I think that's also in Lakers' favor. Now with these three players being out, Nasri, this huge loss from the bench for, for, for the Wolves, Gobert, there, I don't know how they are going to play defense without him. And it's also McDaniel. So two of their by far best defensive players are out. So we'll see Kyle Anderson trying to defend LeBron James and Kyle Anthony Towns trying to defend Davis and good luck. That's yeah, I agree. That's why uh, you, you had us capitalize in the AD spot earlier. So just wanted to finish off with the Lakers Wolves. And make sure you didn't leave anything on the table. Let's move to the matchup that we have not spoken about here, which is the Miami Heat hosting the Atlanta Hawks. Miami are favored. Uh, looking around here 
on the board. I'll just pull up the odd screen here so everybody can have a look here. We have this set to New Jersey-based odds. And as you can see for the full game, a lot of four and a halves, a lot of fives here, but uh, depending on the sportsbook that you have. So you have sportsbooks like 365 or points bet. You want Miami, that's minus 110. You have something like Profit Exchange or another sh- uh, sportsbook like Caesar. You can get this at four and a half, minus 110, or, or minus we 107. Have, we so. have a couple of 5.5 for the Hawks. I think I quite like that number. So... If you want a good price in the Hawks, well, uh, using the uh, the bet stands for the algorithm here, they have plus 103 for Providence Change is the best. But if you want to take that extra price uh, or the extra juice a little bit, which uh, to be honest, for this, for, for a four and a half to five and a half, I'd be inclined to do so. You can get it for minus 112. It can be books like Barstool, Unibet, and Bet Rivers. So interesting spots there. But what do you expect to see from this matchup and maybe share your prediction for the game? Sorry, do we still have you here? So, okay, I think we have a little bit of a connection issue. Not sure if, uh, yeah, I'm back. I don't know if it's from my side, but I'll just say this is the we have a repeating game from the last playoffs, playoff season. And I think my team, my personal opinion is that Hawks have a better team, but uh, Miami Heat have Jimmy Butler. And if you take a look at the team, I'll say pretty comfortable that overall Hawks are a better team. But as I just said, Jimmy Butler play with Jimmy Butler one game we know Jimmy Butler type of game is just slightly edge on the Miami Heat. Also, they're playing at home. That's huge. But I think five and a half is a bit too much for this game. I expect it to be very close. One to two possessions game late into the game. So 5.5 looks great to me. The biggest thing of this game is how to make Trey Young to have a good spot. Last season, five playoffs game. Trae Young, 15 points on average, 6 assists on average, 32% from the field, 18% from the 3-point line, and only 6 free throws average. Comparing that to his all-star numbers, so 28.4 points in the regular season, going to 15 points a game. That's almost double down. His shooting percentages are very absolutely terrible. He couldn't make any shot. He his assist went from 9.7 to 6. So he was completely thrown out of, of, of the game. So th- that's the thing they need to figure out. So if they find a way to get Treyang involved, they have a chance. They yeah. Find a way. So this season again, Trey Young. He had during the regular season 26 point average. During the four games against the Heat, under 20 points. 
so uh, I just thought, like they limited him to to only 14.8 field goal attempts a game while he has 19 during the season. So very difficult matchup for Triang because Adebayo is just hedging his screens. He's yeah. blitzing him. He's going outside. They move the ball from Trey Hand, and that's it. Now, maybe a bit different. They have Dejounte Murray to 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 create something when they get Trey out. But the thing is, Trey Young off the ball is not a good player. You can't you you just can't play Trey Young off the ball because without the ball in his hands, he's so terrible on defense. That, you, that, that that it's not it doesn't make sense to even play him if he's won't have the ball in his hand. So I just need to fi- they need to figure out Queen Snyder probably should be in a good spot to figure this out. Unlike Nate McMillan, I think he's way better offensive coach. <laughs> so he yes. should get get the way he to he to get him in him involved. The team. Probably the best thing for them to to, to get Triang involved is to play guard on guard uh, pick and rolls. So playing pick and roll, getting Tyler Hero in pick and roll every single possession, and Tyler Hero will probably be he will probably be guarding Dejounte. So that's not great for Hawks either because Dejounte can shoot threes. So I think this is a spot where. Hawks need to play great minutes for Bogdan Bogdanovic because he can create, he can shoot. And I think betting him over on points, rebounds, and assists could be a good spot for, for Bogdan Bogdanovic. But it's a bit uncertain. But if I am the coach, I'll probably go with this 15.5 is, uh, I think, unbelievable. Yeah, so, I, was about to, I was about to say that if you didn't yeah, say that. I think that's... Unbelievable. Line. So, uh, over 15 and a half at Betway's minus 110. That looks outstanding. <laughs> yeah, he averaged 20 on the season. He can rebound, he can assist, and he's the best shooter. And they need Bogdan tonight. Like, I, there is no way, there is no words. How can I? The, the only thing they can they win the game is Bogdan having a great game. Like, Triang won't have a great game. That's that, 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 That's for sure. Also, last season against the the, the uh, against the Miami Heat, he played four games. He averaged eight rebounds and assists. So, rebounds and assists could be there, and he only need to score like 11, 12 points. And Miami Heat has it hedges on the screens. They are tagging the roller, so that's that's the way. At the buy on pick and roll goes out. And then weak side defenders covering Capella roll. So that corner is wide open. Capella, uh, Bogdan and Hunter should be in that corner. And if the roll guy of Trey Young can hit Bogdanovich or Hunter, they are going to be wide open. And they are great shooters, both of them. So I think the spot is, if you are going to bet any overs, the spot is to, best, to bet corner shooters from Hawks, you know, like overall, their wings. Capella will be limited because they will tag him with the roller, with the core, with weak side defender. 
so he won't have any lobs opportunities or easy rolls to the rim. Uh, yeah, they will, they will just let corner guys to shoot entire night. That's the way I see this game for the Hawks. And yeah, maybe even to bet Triangle over eight plus assist it's a game parlay with Bogdan on lower line or Hunter on lower line. That should work. I actually was thinking about that bet for the show, but mm-hmm. decided it's it's like difficult matchup, so you don't know, you never know what's going to happen in one game. They will just adjust, but that's that's the way I see Miami playing defense tonight. So yeah, I think Bogdan at fifteen point five PRA is actually a great spot to bet. Uh, Trey Young twenty four and a half is a bit low for for the minutes he should be playing, but I lean under. So if somebody was asking here about P-Dubs Nation asking about his under PRA for Trey Young, which is 36 and a half. Uh, is, is I you don't think know. That's too low? <clears throat> I don't know. PRA involves assist, and I think he could get assist because they will just double team him and he can just throw the p- 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 pass to wide open players. So, Yeah, the standard line you're seeing for the assist, it's somewhere in between eight and a half and nine and a half here. It's so heavy juicy. That's way too low. And heavy I, juice, too. though. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. I think like betting eight plus with minus one, 200 combined with, even combining with Hawks, 12 and a half uh, alternative spread is. Would be great. Great. Okay, spot. so some yeah. interesting looks there. Uh, that Bogdan Bogdanovich play looks like a like an absolute smash at 15 and a half yeah. on the PRA. So uh, uh, I, I love his minutes, one. and I, I think he needs to play a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, me as well. Uh, completely agree. Uh, so love that yeah. spot. Also, Sadiq Bey should be also in a great spot tonight, but I think his line moved a lot. Yeah, I don't trust Bay shooting. Uh, his yeah, over I, over one and a half threes is at plus one ten. Pulling it up here, um, pretty just, like wily at that price. Yeah, I I I I must agree with that spot. Two threes it should be great for him. He should get at like five to six. I'll just check his numbers against Miami Heat. So first game one from three, two games with Hawks four from eight and three from five. But those minutes won't be there tonight. Yes. He played 34, 35 and 32 minutes. He won't play over 28 minutes tonight. I, I expect him 25 minutes because they need Hunter to defend Butler. So huge minutes for Hunter. They also need Bogdan Bogdanovic because he can create. And yeah, I think Bogdan Bogdanovic is, is better than, than, than Sadiq Bey. But makes sense for both of these guys. So, yeah, that's about it. On the other side, Hawks defense not great. So, everyone will have fair chance. I think Kyle Lowry over three and a half assists kind of makes sense. Jimmy Butler, I think way too high of a line. But if you can create some single parlay with all all his maybe 25 plus points, four plus rebounds, four plus assists, if that makes any fair price, go for it. Great all-around game for maybe even Jimmy Butler over 24, 24 plus points with Kyle Lowry three plus assists. I think and Kyle.
tonight. Uh, sorry, you're kind of kind of losing connection to a little bit here, but yeah, I think that that 27 half on Jimmy is quite. I mean, Jimmy Butler is insane in the playoffs. Like this, I could go off for 40, but I think like 27 is a little bit too high for me. But I, I kind of like the thought of maybe pairing Jimmy Butler on the alternate line with Kyle Lowry on the assist. I think yep. that's a, a really interesting spot to look at as well. So, so the line is set at 27 and a half because last season he averaged 27 and a half in the playoffs. Right. Yeah. I mean, he, like, yeah, people buy into playoff Jimmy 100%. Like his minutes go up. Like it was a, the game five in the bubble where he played, I think, 47 minutes. So he can easily go for 42 minutes in this one, especially if it's close. And his shot making just turns to another level when it gets to these moments. And this there's really saw, not a lot of great defensive matches. This saw last quarter from the game against the Pistons. If he's playing, yeah, yeah. if he's that aggressive throughout the entire game, that's 40 plus points for Jimmy Butler. And I, I don't know why he doesn't do it more often. But maybe it's not it's difficult. Motivation, energy. I'd say. I think something is like the energy. They save the energy for the four quarters usually because I don't think many players can do it for the entire three, four minutes being that aggressive. I think that's very tiring for the players. So, like, he is known that he takes his, like, two to three minutes per quarter where he's aggressive and the last the rest of it he's probably resting and it's very difficult for like Luka Doncic can do it because he's resting on the defense Jimmy Butler is one of the best defenders in the league so he, he like for guys like him it's it's not easy to do it for the entire game because they are giving their best on defensive end so I don't think there is one player in the league that can do it like during through through tower during the entire game throughout the entire game. Those players don't play defense. Maybe Yanis, maybe Yanis is, is the is the one. If Joel Embiid last five to six weeks of the of the regular season, earlier into the season he wasn't doing it. Like he will have some very poor defensive defensive possessions. And when, when he was scoring 35 or more points, but during the last couple of weeks, he was just great on both sides. So, yeah, I think there is like five players in the entire league that can do it on both sides throughout the, like, throughout the entire game. And Jimmy Butler is just not that, that player. He's only that doing it in the playoffs. And also when they just need him to score everything. So we, we all saw that in the in the in the, in the bubble, he had some unbelievable games, and I think yeah. that's and Hawks defense is not great. He can score forty points tonight if he's aggressive. I just say that, we, but we never you never know with with, with Jimmy Butler if he starts shooting late into the third, twenty seven and a half could be too high. But if he starts aggressive from the first quarter, he can score forty points tonight. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I, I I agree. I think it's also part of his game is that he kind of saves himself a lot for the the postseason. Yeah, I agree with this for one hundred percent. Even 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 he said it like three weeks ago. There was him on the court saying that the NBA season starts after the All Star break. For right. him. Yeah. So I guess just kind of briefly, you talked about Embiid. He's obviously hunting that MVP. I'm wondering how that will affect his ability to 
play 40 minutes plus in the playoffs because they're they're a disaster when he's off the floor and they have been yeah. in the recent years when he's on the bench in playoff games so i wonder how much that will affect the 76ers he, in that yes. series against the celtics i assuming. think it, it's a bit of impede of the floor and it's a, a bit of the coach not being able to get, make <laughs> uh, great staggering and great rotation. That's, that's a, another good point there. Um, and right. they also, also one thing, sorry, but one thing, they don't have a uh, good uh, secondary big. No, that, certainly part of it, but I'm just, because they have to keep on the yeah. floor so much. I wonder how much that will affect because the minutes there, because Jimmy is in the opposite boat. So. Uh, some good spots to look at. We obviously had the official pick with AD. I'll recap that in just a second here. But some decent spots to look at. Bogdan over 15 and a half, minus 110, at, uh, over 15 and a half PRA, minus 110 at Betway. Uh, some looks if you can get Jimmy Butler over 23 and a half, over 24 and a half points, paired with Lowry, three plus assists. Uh, no specific price there, but these are a couple leans that Pips was talking about. And Sadiq Bay potentially over one and a half threes. That one less because it's, Concerning how many minutes Sadiq Bay exactly will get for that bet. But one more thing I wanted to bring up here uh, that somebody actually brought up in chat that I think is great to bring up. I'm not sure if you saw this, Pips, but there's a bit of a controversy from uh, from Friday in the betting world, and this occurred on PointsBet. So if anybody's unaware what happened here, PointsBet listed Tyus Jones double-double at plus 1,600 for the final game or for the April 7th game with no John Morant. So obviously horribly priced, mispriced, it was 16 to one consensus across sportsbooks was three or four to one for Tyus Jones. He gets the double double in the game, but after the game and after it wins points, bet voids all of the bets on Tyus Jones, double double saying there was an error in the calculation of the odds, which they are allowed to do. But the problem is they waited until after the game and after Tyus Jones got the double-double for them to avoid the bets. So people are wondering if they would have avoided the bets if it didn't win, which obviously they would have not. So they basically free-rolled themselves on Tyus Jones here. Pibs, did you uh, actually see this on Friday or this is the first time yeah, you heard about uh, it? I didn't. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't see it. And now <laughs> How I, do you I feel? I don't need to think about it a lot not i'm not like this everyone knows this is an obvious mistake this doesn't like misline that you get plus 500 you you know this is an obvious mistake and and i'm not a fan of it doing like obvious like mistake if they avoided it before the game i would like okay yeah sure but i'm not i i'm okay with them voiding it before the game, before the game, I'm, yeah, I'm okay. Like that's such a brutal that's, mistake. That's happened like, to me, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, it was so that's such a mistake. I it's, it's actually okay for them to avoid it before the game, but doing it after the game, after that bet won, is is kind of fishy. Like, okay, I'm gonna make I, it. I'm I'm gonna make this look even worse for points bet here. So. Somebody posted their ticket on points bet of Tyus Jones double double and Memphis win as a parlay. Memphis did not win. This bet settled as a loss. So this bet settled as a loss on Tyus Jones double double plus Grizzlies win because the Grizzlies lost. So if they actually voided it because it was a mistake only, 
they would have avoided this one as well because there was an error in the calculation. So points bet basically just got a massive free roll on this one because if Ty Jones doesn't get it, they keep the money. They don't say anything, but because he he does get it, they they can void it. Now, again, under the terms and conditions, points bet is allowed to do this. My biggest issue is there are like gambling commissions who can stop this. That's the reason that there is uh, regulation in sports betting. So things like this don't happen. And, you know, you can have the best interest of the better in mind, which is what the gambling commission is supposed to do, uh, at least in, with the Ontario Gambling Commission, where, where I would play under. But uh, they allow this these sort of things to happen. So, uh, oh man, I, I hate this. I have absolutely no sympathy for sports books. And it also, I, I, I have no sympathy for point, points betting because if you – there is no way there's anybody out there who is making money betting on points bet who still has an active account. That's my my biggest thing. But yeah, I mean, I, how do you think we can go about preventing stuff like this? What, what do you think? Because like, nobody can do anything about this. Yeah, sports book have too much power. Okay, they they can do whatever they want, and they I'm like, if you win, like almost every sports book. Besides Pinnacle and maybe some like Circa, Pet Chris, yeah, but they don't offer much on on play play props. So yeah, yeah, almost everyone is just limiting you whenever you win, and that's kind of ridiculous because I'm I'm actually okay if they limit you at certain amount. So like, give me like one hundred bucks or one fifty. Don't limit to ten dollars or or fifty well. cents. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the points bet. There's a lot of. Well, the thing is, points bet is uh, very quick to limit players. Uh, that's if, the reputation they're getting, and their limits are like. Uh, okay, I'll, I'll speak on my experience here. I'm not a big better at all, but there's no way I'm betting more than ten dollars on points bet. Sometimes I'm not even getting one. I don't even use my account there anymore for that reason. Kind of bashing points bet here, yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, go ahead. What I'm saying, like, I'm okay with sports book limiting players, but if you can't allow players to bet one fifty, what's the point of being in this business? Yes. Like if you can't afford a one player to bet 150, that's just absurd. Like I'm okay. Like it said, if you can't allow players to bet five hundred dollars on, on player props, that's okay. If two two hundred dollars, that's okay. But it, and if you can't bet one hundred dollars on player props, you shouldn't be you shouldn't be in this business. Yeah. Yeah. And especially if you're taking advantage of your player base like that, it's yeah. a massive PR if, hit for them. If you have winning betters, use them to improve your lines. That's it. That's what I would say. Like, give them a reasonable amount when they bet. You know, they're betting, like you said, one to two hundred. Shape your line off that, and then your your odds are going to be way better as a result of that. For especially uh, the, rest of the market, so when they line. have like minus one fifteen on both sides, if that's not enough for you to win, I like. I don't know what to say. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And, and like HDC says, there's plenty of great sports books out there. So make sure you guys are always shopping around for the best possible prices. Uh, and like we said, you can use the link in the description for Betsam to sign up to all these different sports books. The sports books, the main ones we're using the playoffs that you got to have DraftKings, MGM, 
FanDuel for sure. You got to have those. You should have Caesars. Uh, I recommend having like as many as possible, but like for, for this show in particular, those four, uh, I'd say for the playoffs, you got to have to make sure you're, you're on board with us, but uh, always good to have some extra. I'd have a Canby book as well. Like, like bet rivers uh, bar stool if you're in the U S but that should wrap up today's show. So a lot of great action in and a lot of additional betting content for today, but the official pick for today's stream, just one official pick for today's show uh, it is in the Lakers game, and we are taking Anthony Davis on the alt line for points. We have him over 23 and a half points, and we are pairing him with the Lakers money line because, you know, all the injuries we spoke about it extensively, about the injuries involved and the suspension involved for Rudy Gobert. So Anthony Davis, 23, over 23 and a half, Lakers money line, minus 118 at FanDuel. That is the one official pick, but... From us at Pick and Roll, we're going to be live for tomorrow for more play-in games. We'll be live on Friday for more play-in games. On Thursday, we're going to be doing video content to cover the entire playoff bracket for the East and the West. And for the rest of at least the first two rounds, we'll be doing Pick and Roll shows just like this. So if you're not subscribed already, get subscribed to the Board YouTube channel. Drop a like on this stream if you enjoyed. Follow us on Twitter at the Board HQ to stay up to date with all of the content we have going on throughout the playoffs. It's not going to be the same for every single day like it's been the regular season so it's paramount that you're following us there to get all the updates necessary but me and pips we hope to see you tomorrow on the pick and roll show and we hope to be celebrating a first win of the postseason here with ad and the lakers thank you again everybody